Are we starting? Why not? <sighs> oh, you can really hear that. That's really funny. Yeah. That's the little boy. Oh, fingers off the <laughs> surround sound. <laughs> Hi. And welcome to We, we like, like Stuff and So, so Should You. you. Um, this is the show where we tell you about stuff we like. And you know what? Maybe you'll like it too. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. We really chose this time to just drink erratically. Yeah, they were not doing anything <laughs> like before five minutes ago. Pretty sure I'm hearing chewing too. Somebody chewing? No, I don't hear anything. I feel like our background music might like mute it a little bit. Maybe. But uh, yeah, uh, we are broadcasting through the facilities of Trent Radio at 92.7 CFFF FM. And I'm Brenny. And I'm Melissa. And welcome to our show. We like. St- I'm, I was really hoping you'd just like follow through and we would just do the entire intro all over again. That's not fun. <laughs> it, it's. For anyone. It's as fun as anything else we've ever done in the beginning. Is it? Yes. Because at least that had structure, there was a plan. show off the cuff or bust yeah that's how it's always been i think we're close to like 60 episodes 60 episodes of figuring out what to talk about right before we go on air just because it's true doesn't mean you gotta say it i've literally said it almost every episode when we're when we Especially when we're like literally looking things up. Even when we were at radio, when we would go to Trent Radio and we would show up and then just be on our phones while people were trying to talk to us and be nice. And we were like, that's great. Give us a sec though. We don't know what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. It's, n- it's never been, it's never been prepared properly. Mm-hmm. Well, we've always been successful, but it's never been, yeah, prepared. Yeah. Off the cuff. Or bust. What does that mean, off the cuff? I know what it means, but why why is that the phrase? I don't know. That's my little like. Off the cuff? No, well, just like phrases that don't have proper meaning anymore. Um, Let me see. I'm pretty sure there's like a word for that too, actually. I think it's fossil phrases. Um, or no, so fossil words. Uh, are things that like uh, like so fossil words are things that uh, like words for concepts we don't really have anymore but they're used still um, so off the cuff is 
1938 American English colloquial suggesting an actor or speaker reading from notes jotted on his sleeve on his shirt sleeves rather than learn the lines. Oh. So you're reading it off the cuff. Because they're unprepared. Yeah. Nice. Um, but like, so the phrase of like just desserts, which means like to get what somebody, so, uh, for somebody to get what they deserve, uh, someone will refer to desserts without the just, yet they're almost always a pairing, like as a phrase. Um, I don't, I, I was really hoping this would tell me why instead of just telling me what. Um, <laughs> like the word shebang. It's, it's just like a circumstance that you're describing. Uh, no one, but there's nothing, like we don't, that word doesn't mean anything out of the context of using it means something to me, Brennan. Alright. Dint? Dudgeon? That's not a word. Hither and thither, or tither. <laughs> Hither and yawn. <laughs> okay, oh wait, hold on. Let's so, bring this back. No, I so, like this. Hither and, I'm, a, I'm assuming is tither, because I think thither might be wild. Um, to mean all over the place, like I guess here and there. That's why. That's that's. Today I'm going off hither and thither. <laughs> um, Please do not contact. <laughs> <laughs> hither and yon. That makes more sense. Yes. Um, hither like and yon. Opposite directions, almost. Okay. Come hither. Come here. Usually seductively. Come hither. Wench. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't sound normal. It doesn't sound it like does. appropriate. I'm gonna say that to you now. All right. Come hither, Brendan. Come Ho hither. Hoist by their own petard. To be destroyed by your own like weapon or your own like cause. Uh, caboodle. <laughs> Kitten caboodle. <laughs> the whole thing, unlike most other words on this list, caboodle is a born fossil. That means it never had a meaning outside of this specific phrase. Uh, that's because the phrase was taken fully from Middle Dutch, which has the phrase kit en uh, boedel. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Boedel? Uh, it was originally adopted as kit en boedel, and then it was just changed to kit en caboodle. Because it's fun to say. Oh, I, I have to. Oh, with bated breath. Because it's not spelled B-A-I-T-E-D. It's B-A-T-E-D. Uh, what does that mean? Lessened in strength. This is another word that was, uh, it's just a Shakespeare word. That man was nonsense. That man created so many words. I, 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 I lost my mind when I was in high school when it was like, yeah, he just made words and he was so popular that people were like, I, I'm going to use this now. This is mine. I'm going to start making words. Kablagle. <laughs> You make a word then. Okay. Um, uh, Frandis. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, yeah. You just have to define what Frandis is now. Or it's just immediately a fossil word. It, has, it doesn't mean anything anymore. But we just use it. In what context, though? Don't be Frandis. <laughs> I'm feeling Frandis today. <laughs> what could we? What, what could that word be? Oh, if we had more time in the day or the, the month, we should make a separate show where we just try to make words. That'd be a good show. If anybody does that show or has done it, um, and you heard it from us, that's fine. Just do the show. Just like, just give us a shout out. Uh, otherwise, if we ever stop doing this show, no, that's not a word. It's not. Okay, thank God. It's it's on names.org. How popular is the baby name Frandis? <laughs> now, to be fair, that's spelled F-R-A-N-D-U-S. I was thinking F-R-A-N-D-I-C-E. Oh, yeah. Candace. Like Candace. And actually, that should be more of the name. Why is Frandus the the baby name and not Frandus? Meet my Frandus? <laughs> what does that mean? Meet my Frandus? Is he... I don't know what this means. Were they speaking a different language? Or Maybe. It, it, it had English in it, but I don't know. Maybe they're just talking too fast. Anyways. Um, but yeah, what about you? What's my little like? Sure. Uh, give it a second. So, that's a video that shouldn't exist, really. Um, I have to ask, because I don't know, is that the original audio? I don't know. Okay. Because that's like some video of some... Probably not. Whack word. That's a new word now. Instead whack of, word? Yeah. Instead of wayward or whack, it's whack word. Uh, just, it looks like this old animation, it looks like people are dinosaurs. Nope. They're just dinosaurs. Um, but yeah, very, very, very stressful, that whole video. Except for the part where he's like, of dinosaur adventure. Hmm. So that maybe is, unfortunately, the true audio. Well, someone took the clip and added instrumentals from the movie okay. to the first section. This can't be wor- that is terrifying. I don't like that. What? That is someone who drew a dinosaur and was like, I don't know what a dinosaur actually looks like though. So let me just put this over a human face. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if this is worth it anymore, Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's really good still. <laughs> okay, so he still says ye, and he still looks like that. Yeah. Like he what? still looks like a nightmare. Like a, like if a dinosaur looked at a human and was like, I can do that and then just tried to be a human and just didn't work out. How did they do that? Do what? Draw Make it, it poorly? like that. I don't know. People are doing whatever they want. so glad that the yee is actually like real i don't remember who went first i think i went first last time did you i don't know we should really keep track of that yeah it's it, it's it's a it's a wonder we keep track of anything ever actually so mm-hmm. we disorganized who's we both of us yeah. yeah 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 uh would you like to go first sure my first thing, um, well, we all know that I am a fan of reality TV, mm. right? <laughs> I watch a lot of reality TV. Mostly, I know it's fake, but it's just comforting in some way because it's like you can really tune in and out. It's just like a, I don't know. Sometimes it's entertaining, and <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's, it's just a thing that I like. Sure, okay. Recently, um, Brendan and I finished watching a new reality show that I had never heard of before called F-Boy Island. Yeah, we did do that, didn't we? And this is what I would like to talk about. Because I thought it was quite the adventure about the human experience. I don't think I would describe it as such, but it is your thing, so continue. (laughs) The premise of F-Boy Island is we have these three beautiful women who um, are on a, or in a like beautiful resort villa on the Cayman Islands. There are 24 men. There's 24? That's what it started with, yeah. Oh. Uh, 24 suitors who have all come to court the women. Um, 12 of them are self-proclaimed nice guys. 12 of them are self-proclaimed F-boys, which, you know, if you're a self-proclaimed F-boy, you know, that's, you are just be you're just the, the worst. Yeah, you're, well, well <laughs> it's, it's relative, because as long, like, I think you can manage being an F-boy, I guess we have to say that now, I, I hate it, I hated the fact that the show was called that, or they would constantly use those phrases, because they would just say the F-word on the show, Yeah. and I understand the show needed to be called that, but then they couldn't just say the actual anyways um but you can be a proclaimed f-boy and like if you're upfront about it or if like you, have some self-awareness yeah but or still it's no, like, no, no. well so like if if you are upfront about it though like if you are going out and sleeping with people and you're like this this is it i'm not here i don't i'm not here to trick you i'm here to have sex and then the person's like, okay, that's fine. And then you just like never see them again. It's like, yeah, 
that's normal. Yeah. Like that's that's like it's very that's specific, true. and it's yeah. it's a lot of hoops. Well, this show is not that because no, everyone's <laughs> identity is concealed. Well, obviously not their identity, but their status as an F boy or a nice guy. And essentially, throughout the episodes, the girls go on dates with the guys, and uh, eventually they eliminate guys every episode until they're left with only two suitors. Oh, hey. Like, pretty early in, the men had to disclose their F-boy or nice guy status, so the girls knew who was a self-proclaimed F-boy. No, was that it? wasn't early in, was it? I thought it was like five episodes. The whole thing is like ten episodes. Yeah. It was like Five episodes is still like halfway through. I guess that's... I, I felt like it was yeah. early. Because it was three episodes. Well, we just watched three episodes, and it was like an episode or two uh, before the three that we watched last night, where they were like, yeah, this is who we are. Mm-hmm. Wild. Mm-hmm. And so the, the women knew who was an F-boy um, and who was a nice guy, and they um, still kept the F-boys around. Oh my gosh. And for some reason... Even though they clearly sucked, okay. Well, some so some of them I like I truly did believe like that one guy. We'll get to the ending, but like OG Jared. Yeah, like I believed he had the capacity to change. I didn't think he was a good guy still, but he mm-hmm. truly I, it seemed mm-hmm. as if he truly wanted to. Well, be yeah, there you for can definitely person. change, but the thing is, is that like so. Essentially, throughout this whole thing, there's been, like, a lot of drama, as, as, as is, it would, yeah. as, as you do on a reality TV show. <laughs> um, but the thing is, is that, like, you know, they got so close to the end, okay? At the very second last episode, I guess, they had this, like, um, tell-all where all the guys came back, and it was, like, the women, their final two choices... Which each of them chose one nice guy and one F boy at the end. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if that was planned, but it's it, it was just very much like, yeah. this is just how it happened. It's wild that all three of them did that. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um, and so then at this tell-all, all the guys who had left are telling these women like all this garbage stuff about their F boy suitors. Like, all these horrible things that these F-boys have said yeah, about them. it was and, really bad. And it's like, they are not respectful. They are talking about all this, like, garbage stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you could trust them again. Then they continue to trust them. And it's like, I yeah. get it. If you have, like, a connection with someone, you maybe feel like they're going to change for you. Which, like, you know, is... Is nice. That, well, that's no. I think that's the classic, like, um, re- like succumbing to a relationship of uh, a negative relationship or a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. The idea that they'll change. Well, you're going to be the reason that they change, yeah. and it's like, no, that's no. not how life works. No, and that's not healthy for you. Yeah, but, exactly. But yeah. So anyway, these like women are continue continually mistreated by these men, which was just horrible but then they also had these nice guys that were actually like genuinely like nice to them good for them yeah um but again it's like i'm not in that situation so as like an out 
looker or a viewer mm -hmm. of this show, which obviously is partly fake, I'm sure. A lot of it is It seems, fake. yeah, some of it seems a little um, Well, all reality TV is fake in some way. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it's sad to see them to see them be in those situations where they are getting hurt. And also it's like, I'm not there, so I don't know how they feel. Like obviously they have a connection to these people and it's hard to like give up that mm -hmm. connection. And the F boys are very good at persuading people that they have changed. And, and, and they do that, they do that, like once it was revealed, they were just like, no, I'm different now. You've changed me. I wanna be here for you. And it was like, so, if you don't want to know spoilers about F-Boy Island, I need to talk about this finale, um, because boy oh boy, did it... So, if you, don't want to, if you don't want to know spoilers, like, skip like 10 minutes ahead or something. Just like, wait, mute yeah. us for 10 minutes, I don't know. Yeah. Because I don't think you, you were like, if you don't want to know spoilers, I'm going to just keep talking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just I'm, just, I'm just warning, you know? <laughs> I'm just warning. Um... So yeah, the last episode, so each each of the female contestants had one man, or one nice guy, <laughs> one F-boy, okay? In the very last episode, they had to pick which of the guys they wanted. But there's also money involved, which was very confusing throughout the whole thing. No one really knew how it worked. And then it's revealed that if the woman picks the nice guy, they both get, um, so the money that they can win is $100,000. They split the hundred thousand dollars both ways, and they both get fifty thousand. They continue their relationship. Mm -hmm. So she picks a nice guy. That's just the way it is. If the woman picks the F boy, then he gets the power to decide if he wants to take the money and end the relationship, or split the money and uh, continue the relationship. And so the first person um, picked the nice guy. Um, even though her and the F-boy had this, like, very long connection. Um, so I was happy for her to pick the nice guy. Mm -hmm. And, well, even that, so even that nice guy, he was one of the cockiest pers people I've ever seen. But, yeah. like, in my heart when he showed up, I was like, this guy's, this guy's good. I knew yeah. it. And yeah. I'm glad it followed through. Actually, most of the people that were revealed was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um... So yeah, they uh, were happy together, and that was really nice. They both get fifty thousand mm -hmm. dollars. The second person, she has these two guys, Josh and, and Garrett. Garrett? Oh gosh. Josh <laughs> is a, a wonderful man, handsome man, caring man. Um, real, just, yeah, he's real good looking really, and he's just real nice. Yeah, just really nice And it's, it's not even like the safe kind of nice. It's it's just like he's just a nice dude. Yeah, like he just like checked in on her all the time. He would ask questions. Okay, and then Garrett, literally on the first episode, came in being like, I'm an F-boy. He is literally the definition. Like if you looked up F-boy in a dictionary, you'd probably see be Garrett's yeah. picture there. Um, he talks like an F boy. He looks like an F boy. He it's it's very much the like, hey man, like hey bro, like you, 
how do you like the how can you say things like that about me man like and come the on the whole time he was just littered with drama okay <laughs> he had a girlfriend that he left like 10 days before the show and it was like very like up Total in the air this. if they actually broke up or if they were on a break and it was very confusing um and then they so once that came out in the middle um, they set up a FaceTime with the ex, apparently, uh, and Garrett and then the girl. Um, and the, the worst part was during this like FaceTime, the girl and the ex were talking. Everything seemed to be normal. And then they were like, can, can I trust Garrett? And the ex like, I'm sure they shot it this way. Like, I'm sure they forced yeah. that pause. But they showed it was like, there was a pause. She made a face and then was like... Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can. And Brandon and I were like, yeah, it seemed I, from the very start. I'm sure it's fake in all in all whatever respects, but like, yeah, it seemed it, it was never confirmed, but it seemed as if the plan for Garrett, um, to begin with at least, once all that was found out, like halfway through, that he was here for the money and was probably just going to try and win and split it with this girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. So in the last episode, uh, it's like Garrett and the woman Sarah they like go on this 24-hour Meg date and like you know he's basically like I like you a lot like and the whole his whole thing is like you can keep up with me Mm. you like adventure (laughs) like I do and she is like constantly having to prove herself around him and it's like that's just garbage um to begin with but um then he like tells her this speech in the final like choosing and it's like straight like i wouldn't be surprised if he just like took the script from a movie yeah it was and very just changed it was it. very it was disney very forced very like i don't know it was really horrible and um you know she was like oh you've changed garrett i i trust you and so she freaking picks garrett and this was the one thing I was like, if anyone picks Garrett from the first episode, I was like, if anyone picks Garrett, that is real fricked. Okay? Well, they deserve whatever happens. Like, they don't. She doesn't deserve that. Well, but how, so I understand the concept of not deserving that man, but like, she she wasn't like fooled. She was. She saw everything, and she no, decided that she somehow in fact changed that's what i mean when i say she deserved it she chose her own sin i guess that's all i mean and anyway garrett chose the money over her yeah so did you explain that so if the uh if the f boy yeah they get to pick i said that oh you did okay i i don't know how i wasn't here for that sorry they can either pick to split the money or keep it all for themselves and if they keep it all for themselves they break up right then and there yeah and he was going on about how much he cared about her it just was all a lie and it's like and then he was like psychotic yeah he was like like, honestly though this is just a game and i'm here to win so i'm uh uh, goodbye sorry sorry you chose me (laughs) he's like he's like i came here as an f boy i'm leaving as an f boy with the cash no strings attached and that's the way i like it and and uh anyway then it's revealed i guess i'll leave the final reveal as a secret in case you want to yeah well there's no real reason there's no real reason okay i'll just tell you um if you want to though now's the time to like really pause and watch 10 episodes of this wild show yeah it's really fun (laughs) anyway i'll just say that garrett doesn't really win in the end 
Sarah doesn't win either. Yeah, Sarah but... Sarah chose wrong, and she was punished for it. But Garrett, they were literally like, hey, um, considering who you've decided to be, we don't think you should win. That's not fair. So, and then they do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Nikia, the last one, chooses an F-boy as well, but he turns out to be a reformed F-boy, and he chooses her. Yeah. And they split the money. Which is like, even then, you still get $50,000. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And like I don't like and like just the attempt at like hey I want to try, yeah. And it's just well and so the problem with when they when they had that whole section of like, oh uh, all the all the boys are coming back to talk smack about the 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 two each so like the six boys that are left, um, the the person that Takeda went with what was his name oh, OG OG Jared yeah OG Jared. Because uh, the new Jared was picked by the first girl, CJ. They picked Jared, Garrett, and Jared. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they um, it came out that apparently OG Jared was talking about... And so, so basically, they've been on this island for 10 weeks. It's like 10 episodes, it's a week per episode. Um, so a lot can change. And I'm not trying to say that once you say something... Um, you're like tied to it depending on what it is or the behavior I'm not trying to I just want to cover all my bases in case somebody hears me and is like hey that guy's a jerk Brennan's a jerk Um, but apparently he said that like if the this show doesn't work out or if Nikita doesn't work out or whatever he has like no he he just said that he was excited to have 1500 girls in his dance oh yeah I thought it was after the fact though no okay he didn't say like oh if we don't work out he was just like oh I'm gonna have 1500 girls in my DMs sick yeah yeah (laughs) so yeah and uh, yeah and even Garrett like so much came out with Garrett and Garrett was like yeah but that's we have a connection and then so that's what I mean so much so much came out with Garrett like so much yeah. sin and they had their 24-hour date and he was like i know it was a lot but i'm really here for you and i'm crying because I, I i wanted to have this connection and she was like okay i believe you she was like i've been waiting for garrett to open up to me and finally after all the terrible things that i learned that he did and he doesn't have a good excuse for because i'm asking him about it yeah. he's not saying no also, Josh is just like objectively, even if it's like whatever. So Josh the, is objectively way better looking than. Garrett. Oh my god! And so like a hundred times better. The one, the, the two things I could think of is that what was her name? Kay, uh, what was her name? Sarah. Sarah. Uh, so Sarah's objections that it seemed she had was that Josh, she's twenty five and he's like thirty four. So age was like a bigger deal, but. The older you get, the the smaller that gap seems to be, even though that gap still matters. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I'm like, what, five, three. I'm only three years older than you. And I like, there when I was younger and I dated, uh, oh no. Who's that one person from Tim Hortons? When I dated that person, I'm sure I shouldn't, I, sh- I should not say their name out loud. That's fair. Uh, when I dated that person from Tim Hortons, uh, instead of you, which was like the worst thing I've ever chosen, um, the age difference was, I think, like four years or five-ish. And it was like, at that point, I was like, this is a lot. I'm mostly 
adult and they're mostly just be start starting to become adult and it was like by the end of it it was like oh i made a mistake yeah this was i i wasn't like trying to game the situation or like play her it was just like no we're this isn't good <laughs> I, I made the wrong choice and so did she and so like the younger you are the bigger that gap what that gap is even five years was kind of wild but like 25 you're basically an adult relatively so like anyways i know it's all relative the man seemed great yeah that's just really the point and yeah, yeah uh garrett looked like, like a sunburnt baby all yeah, the time he, he looked like if you if you if you dipped your hand into um like frat boy sin you would pull garrett out eight out of ten times yeah <laughs> and then Ew. you'd have to wash your hand you'd have to wash your hand because you have to wash it like 10 times you're gonna be like lady macbeth <laughs> thinking of blood on your hands you're washing your hands until and you just they, see garrett until the skin the skin comes off anyway that's my thing yeah that's my and, and to, to to be fair like I'm not a huge proponent. I would never choose to watch reality shows, but it is a fun... Like, whenever Melissa puts it on, I don't, like, stop what I'm doing to watch it. But I will actively participate in watching it, and it's very good. Yeah. Um, it might not be for everyone, but reality shows do have merit, and I will admit that, at least. Thank you. Yeah. What's your thing? Uh, sound effects. <laughs> 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 it's been so long since we've done that joke. And <laughs> I was really hoping you'd be more accepting of it. And you just really weren't. My thing is also sound effects. Yee. <laughs> Don't try to come at me with that. How did you know I was going to do that? Because. Because why? I don't know. I know you. Yee. <laughs> I can't believe it was shortened, but it, that's what the Italian man says. Yee. Um, anyways. So my. It's the fact that he looks like that. Uh, just, yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that's what, that was a real. Somebody looked at that and was like, you know what? Either we don't have a lot Make of money. Make it through production. Yeah. That, that, goes, that yeah. goes straight to VHS. We, we gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> we were already paid. We can't drop this. Um, so my thing is the uh, the Canadian band, because I, I would imagine that there might be different bands uh, across the world, maybe, uh, called Stars. Uh, they're one of my favorite bands uh, in the entire world. And they, they're this Canadian indie pop rock band uh, based in Montreal, but apparently all the people um, in the band grew up in like Toronto, which was actually neat. Um... So the band is comprised of Tork, um, I, I believe his name would be pronounced Torquil. Uh, but when he introduces himself, he calls himself Tork. So Tork, uh, Campbell, uh, Amy Milan, uh, Evan Cranley, Chris Seligman. I hope, I, I really hope I'm pronouncing that correctly because names are important. Uh, Patrick McGee and Chris McCarran. Um, it was started in like 1999, Torque and Christopher Seligman um, recorded their first album, Night Songs, which I actually, I never really like paid attention to. Uh, I don't think, like it just, I think I tried to listen to it and I couldn't. It was like a little bit too different for me. 
Um, but the first album that I listened to, and then the next album that they made, uh, was called Heart. Uh, and so the reason I'm so in love with this band, um, it, you know, like I'd love to say that, like, oh, I, they're Canadian. I love repping that. On I don't normally care because I don't ha- really have that like nationalism pride, really. Yeah. But um, all of their so all of their albums tend to have like a theme um which is just wild like and i don't know if it was on purpose or if that was just the vibe they were going for so at least for starting with heart because technically night songs exist but i didn't get into it um the album heart all of the songs basically except for like one is all about like the highs and lows of being in love and what it's like just like being in your like early 20s and trying to so desperately to find love um and like there's a song called um uh what is it elevator love letter Uh, i'm gonna pick i'm gonna figure out a song to play uh during this episode um but yeah there's a song called elevator love letter which is like the story almost of like a girl just talking about how difficult it is to be a woman possibly to be pretty and not be like taken seriously when you want to find somebody and then uh the a guy uh, so Torkin Amy I think her name was I'm so silly I just said it uh yeah Torkin Amy are the main singers and sometimes they they play off of each other being like a guy and girl like singing to each other or having a story so um their uh the story like for the guy in that song in elevator love letter he's just straight up just talking about how like i'm going to tell you what you want to hear so i can get what i want and i'm just gonna leave in the morning and i'm sorry about this f boy pretty much f boy <laughs> um where is stars there it is and then so even in the same uh, thing um they have a song called uh, Romantic Comedy about just like being together for so long and you're basically staying together because it seems right, even if it's not, or like it's it's very jarring the experiences you have with somebody when you're together that long. Um, and they're just, it's, they, the, so um, it's not a secret, uh, but I don't know if I've ever like expressly talked about this. I love love. And it's like, it's, 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 there's, it's not that that's it. Like there was that one time I was talking about slice of life animes, uh, and you made the, ah kind of face. Cause I was like, yeah, I already have my story. And it, unfortunately the way life and time works, I'm not going to experience like the beginnings of flirting with Melissa because I get to do basically better and more because I'm just with her the entire time. So I constantly just watch like anime slice of life stories or love stories because it's like yeah that's 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 what it's about and it's great um and that's the same vibe that like stars has and it's just it's just good um they're they have like a lot of synth and uh electronic uh in their kind of pop indie style um the next album was called set yourself on fire um and again lots of songs about love but a lot of like it seems very much about like kind of like self-discovery or self or reborning yourself reimagining that's what my brain was gonna say uh kind of like it's just all about phoenixing yeah (laughs) 
Yeah, new words. Well, I guess that's a new new meaning for. No, I'm sure that's a verb and somehow. Uh, but um, I actually found out about stars because one of their so the movie The Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, really good movie, really good Jim Carrey movie, really sad concept of a movie. Basically, um, there is a company that exists that uh, that causes that um, medically causes targeted brain damage to force you to forget things um and it's supposed to be like it's it's not like a weird like um horror type thing where it's like oh no this guy's been like damaged a whole bunch or anything like that it's like no yeah it's not a dystopian it's just like yeah if you if you had a bad time and you don't want to suffer through the grief like you can't grieve enough um you can basically just have memories removed uh, by targeted brain damage, and it's not like dangerous either uh, to that extent. Um, but what they well, don't, well, sh- well, so if if somebody's messing around, sure, but they have like thousands and hundreds of thousands of like confirmed cases of like, yeah, this works. Um, what they don't tell you uh, is that while they're deleting memories, you are basically reliving them um, as they are being erased. So. So Jim Carrey's character, I can't remember his name, is trying to delete. Um... Name's Eternal. Huh? Eternal. What? Do you... No, I'm not doing that. Uh, is uh, finds out that his ex-girlfriend had the procedure done uh, because they had a very intense relationship and it ended quite poorly. Um, and then once he found out that she literally doesn't recognize her anymore, uh, him anymore. Um, he decides to go do it. So you see his experience of like the end of the relationship all the way to the beginning and him experiencing it backwards. And it's really sad. I don't want to talk too much about it. But anyways, they have a song called Your Ex-Lover is Dead. Just really, it it really drives home like basically like meeting somebody that you knew before and not being exactly sure why. You're not like confident as to why you broke up, but you know something like happened. Mm-hmm. And um, there's one called The Reunion, uh, which is one of my favorites, just talking about going to a high school reunion and like basically meeting up with an old flame and just being like, I don't know what was the reason we didn't work out, but there was a reason why we were so good for each other. So to even have just this moment of like seeing each other is just really neat. Um the first five times is also like one of my favorite songs it's just about like the literally the first five times of hooking up with each, with somebody and then by the end of it you're like oh i'm absolutely in love and the other person's like i know it's obviously it's fine and it's just so sweet um you know what my favorite song is uh i i think i do i need to f- f- uh unless you're unless it's a joke uh, hold on, I, I can figure this out. I can figure this out. Uh, my favorite book. Yeah. So, the next album, In Our Bedroom After the War, has a very uh, literal, rebellious, and protesting vibes to it. Um, there's a song called Take Me to the Riot, um, just about like literally going to protests and having a good time and doing like just, just going buck wild. Um, there's one song, I might actually play Barricade, um, about finding love, like, in the ferocity of somebody who is so aggressively protesting whatever they're protesting. 
uh, and it's just good. Like the the song begins with like finding somebody, like meeting somebody um, as they're beating somebody down, and they like uh, push their fingers through their hair, and you're like, how could you not love somebody who's so intense? And by the end of the song, they're like, yeah, they like after all, like the the movement happened, they the person had to like basically bail. They had to like move on with their life and when you see them again later on you see that they've softened in a way that they might not have chosen and it, it's just these really good songs um and like they, they're because the whole album seems very thematic um like listening front to back sometimes there's always a like there always seems to be a song that doesn't match you mean listening from hither to yon yeah I get no. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> um, you can use that. I know. Hither and tither. They did an album called The Five Ghosts, or it actually might be an EP, um, where it centers around just death and what it means to like love until you die, or 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 like have that moment until the very end. There's literally a song called "I um, I Died So I Can Haunt You." Um, or Wasted Daylight is literally just a song about um, I'm not wasting my life if I am with you. And it's just cute. Uh, and then there's a song in that album called We Don't Want Your Body and it's very like, it's very like club pop and it's very wild. It's just jarring. Um, and yeah, like just all of their albums. So the last three albums they've done, they did one called The North I haven't really figured out what the underlying thing or story is, but it seems to be about like, not like travel, like going places that you're not, like that's not home, going places that's not home and finding these experiences. Um, and like, again, they have a song called Hold On When You Get Love and Let Go When You Give It. And it's like, yeah, yes, <laughs> that's it. Uh, and like, even if it's through the, the minds is on that album, right? Yes, through the minds is really good. I like that. Um, and so this album actually has a song called "Literally." Do you want to die together? Um, and it's it seems the story that's being told in that song seems to literally be like um, this guy talking about he doesn't know how to live without you, uh, and the girl, excuse me, talking about like you have to persist, you have to go on. And he's just like, I, no, man, do you want to die together? Because uh, I do. Uh, and it's, it's just all the songs have that, like, that overwhelming feeling of how aggressive love should be with the, like, twang of pain that comes with real life. Like, it's not, um, it's not, like, over-exaggerated or it's not, like, uh, told in a way that it's like, this is fantasy. It's like, no, this is what it is. This is what it is to try and, like, be um, ultimately passionate about love. Um, the next one, the next album was called No One Is Lost. Um, that one was the latest one that I really got into. Oh, I'm getting really close to the microphone. Um, and that one was more like club-esque. Club is the wrong word, uh, but very like go to like a bar and dance uh, to these songs like almost all these songs can be played uh, more like pop yeah like pop club because there's a difference between like club music and 
I don't know. I don't know how to describe like it. Like a lot of like bass. Well, no, because like I'll I'll show Club you. Club are you going to? I don't know. Like maybe it's just like bar music that has dancing versus like a proper club. I don't know how to describe it. There's a vibe, and I know it exists. Because club music is like. Mm, 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 I know, mm, and I'm, I know it's not that, so I don't know how to figure it out. Maybe I'll play like two songs. We'll figure it out. They're Canadian, so I can do it. I can play the whole album. I can play all the whole disc. One show is just going to be a, a song show, and we'll just play songs and talk about them. That actually sounds like a good idea. Uh, the latest album is called "There Is No Love in Fluorescent Light." Uh, again, just just give me more stories about love. I'm here for it. Um, and I'll I have give to. Give you a story about love. Okay. There's me. Yeah. And there's six boys. <sighs> I'm in love with them. Uh, and I'm one of those boys. You are one of six. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the one song that I listen to from that album a lot, it's called Fluorescent Light. It's literally talking about, um, if I remember correctly, I might be m- missing some details, but it's just going on about how, like, even if you've, like, oops, oh no, oh no, what? I have to plug my computer in. Here. Oh, okay. can, yeah, sure. Um, uh, see if you can hear me still, because if you can, I'll just keep talking. Why do you have the vacuum still plugged in? Because I'm wild. <sighs> there it is. Is it still going? Yeah, we're good. So yeah, fluorescent, oops, fluorescent lights uh, just talks about, like, even if you've, like, suffered or through love, you, um, but you still want it, you will not find love under fluorescent light. You will not find love being inside. You have to go out in some capacity. Or you have to put yourself out there. Because I know, like, I, I don't want to put down the uh, capacity that the internet has on, like, finding people. I do. Okay. Thank you, catfish. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's, it's all about, like, so in the context of the song, it's very much like, yeah, you have to go out, you have to go to, like, social gatherings, like bars and clubs or whatnot. Um, but I think it's really more about you have to put yourself out there, otherwise you will be alone if you don't do anything. And it was very like, it, it, again, it has that sad kind of like undertones of this is what real life is like, but the uplifting like, if you go out, good things will happen. Only bad things can happen if you stay at home alone and you're not enjoying it. So if you go out, you still might not enjoy it, but you might. You, you might have a good time, and that experience is worth the gamble of leaving your home if you're just having a bad time at home anyways. It's just like I always say, is the warmth worth the itch? That, one, you've never said that in your entire life. Two. I have. No. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. It's from a song, bro. What song? Woolen Underwear. By who? Soggy chips. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. Is the, that is a, that's profoundly good a good lyric from a wild song. Yeah. Well, although I don't condone Harry Potter because J.K. Rowling is the worst person in the world. Yeah. Well, there's so many I people that say are the, the worst. worst but I was very gonna say bad, yeah, there's so many people that um, are the worst though. Yeah, but so we wrote this song about how Harry Potter wears uh, woolen underwear. <laughs> that's really good. Do you not know that song? I do. No, no, no. I, as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, yeah. 
Uh, I just I uh, I forgot the context of exactly why Harry Potter's involved. Uh, but yeah, so I. Uh, what uh, what song? Do, what song do you think I should play? Or. Wool and underwear. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it turns out us talking about this stuff is probably our entire show. So I'll probably just put on like two songs. Um, uh, my favorite book. Yeah, I'll put on my favorite book. Um, and. Actually, I really so in in the bedroom in our bedroom after the war is one of my favorite albums. It just has so many good songs. I think depending on how long this is, so this is six minutes, six fifty, so seven. And my favorite book is four. Um, so that might not work. We'll definitely play my favorite book. Um, and actually, I'll play Barricade. Uh, they're both off of the album uh, In Our Bedroom After the War. I really like stars. This is how we're going to end our show. Thanks to everybody at uh, Trent Radio. I'm sorry we didn't both get to do two topics. But That's okay. we both talked about FY Island and we both had a good time with stars. Oh, and so I've seen stars a couple times live. And just to like really emphasize how much they're great, my favorite thing about every time they end their show is just the simple statement of we are stars and so are you and that's how they end their show and it's like it's very cheesy, cheesy. <laughs> uh, but that's what you get when you have soggy chips i don't know i was trying to relate it to your thing okay it didn't work out no but anyway stars is great um thanks to everybody thanks matt campbell um i hope you moved well and i hope Trevor also moved well and dealt with the problem that he had that I'm not going to just light him up on air for. Again, I'm so comfortable talking about anything, and I'm, i got to not talk about everybody else like that. One last thing to leave up off on. Uh, y'all are Frandis. Keep it up. Excellent. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week, most likely. Bye. You're not saying bye? Oh. Bye. Yee. There it is. Okay. <laughs>
Shattered but not lonely Cause I never knew a home Until I found your hands And when I'm weathered You come to me, you're my best friend And that is why we'll always make it Turns out that um, uh, I can't put both songs because we don't have enough time. So this Yee. is all right. Um, I was really hoping uh, that if you made it this far, um, we could just talk. Oh, Melissa's dancing now. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. What do you think about this one? Ooh. Okay. Swing it around town. Um, all right. So I was going to suggest maybe we put a different song on and we were just going to introduce it. And then Melissa just started dancing. Um, nobody can see this but me. I'd say it's worth it, but that remains to be seen. Um, okay. <laughs> what are these moves, huh? Where'd you get that bruise on your leg? Why aren't you talking? It sounds like I'm talking to myself. This isn't helping. All right. Anyways. 
yeah, I'm just gonna call it now. I just wanted to I wanted to add a little bit and I thought Melissa would help me out and she really didn't. Uh, but I that's, did. That's I gave you visual stimulation. Okay, that's uh that's radio baby. <laughs> okay, bye for real. Love you. Bye. Bye.